0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Odyssey of Learning podcast. My name is Hunter.
1: And I'm Courtney.
0: And we want to officially welcome you to our scholar showcase. I know we've been absent from putting out podcasts in a while, but that's because we've been doing some pretty special work with our scholars uh, here at Odyssey. Isn't that right, Courtney?
1: Yeah, we've been busy. I, uh, You know, you'd think that not having a commute and getting to work from your home would make you have like more time in your day, Uh, but I feel like I have less time. Um, and so it definitely has been a while since we've gotten to do a podcast, but there's been no absence of powerful conversations in my life. We've been, uh, you know, working with our scholars on daily zoom calls to investigate activism throughout history and build a definition for the question, what makes good activism? Um, So our scholars have been, uh, you know, looking through a list of projects and selecting projects based on their personal topics of interest, their current academic needs, what skills do they wanna work on, right? And then finally, uh, what level of complexity do they wanna put into this activism project? Do they want to do something that's gonna be very straightforward Um, such as writing a letter to celebrate the activism work of a leader that they really admire, or something that's going to be multifaceted and complex, like designing a proposed event for uh, activism once quarantine ends. It's been really cool to have these conversations with scholars and see them take these project ideas and make them their own. How's it been going for you?
0: I've been seeing a lot of the same, a lot of strong, powerful conversations, a lot of passionate conversations. I really love it when scholars select something that is near and dear to them, and they really take these efforts to heart. And I think what we're going to unfold for you uh, in the context of this podcast is just that same sort of effort uh, that we have been working with scholars towards producing. And we've now got some scholar podcasts to share with you, and I'm really super excited to use our platform in order to help their voice along and and let their messages be heard, wouldn't you say?
1: Absolutely. I um, can't wait to see how they combine their passion and interests with their newfound knowledge of what makes good activism. It's like such a powerful moment of application. And uh, I'm grateful that they've rolled with the punches with us on this uh, assignment that was supposed to be very community-facing right when we were going to be back at Odyssey. And so to envision it through this online platform is a testament to their flexibility and uh, creativity when it comes to showing their learning.
0: So without further ado, we present to you our Scholar Showcase of Activism Podcasts.
2: Hello, everybody! I'm Blue Phillips, and today I'm with my partner, Gio
3: Lara. Hi! How's everybody doing? Hi! Right. How are you? Good. So, today, we're going to be talking about animal cruelty, and for the ones that don't know, animal cruelty is when you neglect an animal and it starts to suffer, and or you torture an animal because you may not want it anymore, or you may not care for it anymore. So that, And that's a big problem in the world right now.
2: And um, some organizations that uh, stand for animal rights, um, for example, one of the biggest ones is PETA. Um, For those of you who don't know what PETA stands for, um, it stands for People of the Ethical Treatment of Animals. PETA is one of the largest animal rights organizations in the world. Um, Ways in which PETA can work um, through to get their point across is through public education, um cruelty investigations which are investigations on animal cruelty to determine whether or not animal cruelty claims are justified. They also do a whole bunch of research, animal rescue and legislation, which is basically um they take those um cruelty investigations to court. They also host special events and they also have protest campaigns.
3: Peter also um started to adopt men, many tactics that other animal cruelty corporations started to use. So for example, the SHAC which stands for stop hunting done animal cruelty. Like for example, in a few few a few years back they three members brutally attacked researchers who experimented on animals because they in there, because the researchers were experimenting on animals for different um beauty products. So and I guess that was their way to get their word out or get like their message out. So then a few. So then after that happened, then PETA started to stalk and harass fast food restaurant executives Whoa. because they were the what they were using meat and other animal other animal products. So like for example like dairy and like meat. So Peter started to stalk them and harass them. It's kind yeah. of kinda like
2: out there. I mean yeah. I guess they people at Peter are very um passionate. Yeah. yeah. Um so basically Pizza's main goal or not main goal but for um what it believes in is that they believe animals should not be killed for food or fur coats or leather goods. So for like any
3: clothing or anything,
2: right? Yeah, they, yeah, that's what they believe. in. they don't,
3: they, I, basically, they don't believe animals should be killed point blank, period. I actually have a quote from their website. It says that animals aren't ours to experiment on, eat, wear, use for entertainment or abuse in any other way. Yeah, I mean that that really is deep. I mean, um, it's true though. I mean, they're not ours. Did you know that Peter once got a truck, and and they they went by a church and they started to annoy the, the worshippers that were in there, because they had a big like on the truck on the big like semi, they had like a big screen, and they were playing um. The videos of slaughterhouses and how they treat like how they kill animals. Oh bro. God. That's yeah, that's see, I think it's way too extreme though.
2: Yeah, well that's I mean like, I
3: mean I get
2: you know people in pizza or like people that are um that are totally with pizza and how they feel. I feel like sometimes they take things to the extreme. And that kind of brings me back on what um Simmons was telling us, you know, like how Words aren't enough to change people's minds, mm-hmm. so
3: like proof,
2: yeah, and unfortunately no, they don't think
3: that's like a step above proof, like yeah, you know, I mean I mean to the extreme, like yeah, you're showing animals being slaughtered in front of a church, <laughs> exactly, so it's like
2: what else do they want they they just want a reaction, you know, but why a church, um. That goes I, I, into, into religion. There's actually yeah. stuff in the Bible that talks about the way we treat animals and what is the purpose of animals.
3: Okay. All I right. Get it. I get it. Yeah. You. All right. So, so, what are. But on the other hand, PETA is also doing some things that are wrong. Yes. So, like, you're right. They're actually breaking the law. Mm-hmm. And, and How in are fact, they? I, I, have, I have a statistic that says. PETA spends, PETA, PETA spends less than 1% of their multi-million dollar budget on actually helping out the animals. Most of their budget goes to, like, lawyers and, like, legal defense. Because they, like, they do, I'm getting, like, illegal stuff, I want to say. Uh-huh. So they need, like, instead of those people that work for PETA going to jail, they need them out in the free world to keep... Doing like helping Peter.
2: Well, I mean, but now yeah. that I think that's just yeah crazy. I mean, yeah. they and you said they only spent one percent of the yeah, whole time. That one percent. Oh wow. On that on that note, I actually um also have another thing. Um, this is from the New York Times, and um, uh, in one of their shelters, and um in LA it says "Pizza kills more than 2000 cats and dogs each year from their shelter now yeah. that really it's like hypocrisy you know that yeah. i mean they talk about not killing you know that animals should not be killed for food or for coats or leather goods yeah. so that kind of goes against their models and it like it makes me question them if it's you know a firm and sturdy organization that actually stands firm behind what they what behind what they're all about, you know?
3: I actually have another like a similar statistic. It says that PETA has killed over 36,000 animals at their headquarters and and one reporter that went to one of the shelters said that like their shelter has been more PETA shot like animal shelters have been used more like a slaughterhouse because they kill a lot of animals at their shelters. Um, so that's great. yeah. And also I was
2: finding out that um that there are such things called um uh there's actually a no kill movement. It's a no kill community. Um what a no kill community is um it is a shelter that only saves healthy Treatable and rehabilitable animals, and as a benchmark, at at least ninety percent of the dogs and cats entering a no-kill community, they are expected to be released alive to an owner. If those animals are lost, and if not, they are expected to find a new home or a rescue partner. Now, notice how a no-kill community only saves healthy and treatable and rehabilitable animals. What do you think about that?
3: Well, I think that I think those like those kind of organizations are doing the right thing, not because like, like PETA they kill most of the animals, and I was trying to research why really quick, but I couldn't find one. But yeah, oh, and I also found that that most like. Animal cruelty prevention organizations. They do you know what like a uh, animal farm is?
2: Uh yes. Or, I believe so. What is it? Um, you know, a farm where they keep animals <laughs> for food or something like that? <laughs> 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 uh,
3: okay. Uh, all right, tell me what no. is this after then? It's uh it's like where they True, it's like where they have a bunch of animals and they force them to like reproduce and like make babies so then they could sell the offspring at a higher price. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of animal cruelty prevention organizations are trying to stop that. All right, on that note,
2: um, regular people like us, you know, me and Gio, we're pretty, we're, we're your average, you know, 15 year olds, you know, we love playing video games. And, um, you know,
3: I like playing soccer.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) so, you know, what a normal person like you can do, um, you know, if you ever suspect animal cruelty happening or, or, or you, you know, animal cruelty, um, you know, is going on in your neighborhood or something like that. You can actually call the mobile hotline for animal cruelty. and.
3: do you know what just, that hotline is?
2: Let me just pull up that hotline.
3: So you can also call your local animal control center, and they'll come and assess the situation and see what's wrong. But yeah, like Blue said, if you su- if you su- if you suspect, suspect uh yeah. any animal cruelty going on in your community or neighborhood, uh, it would be very helpful to stop to this. Call. Yeah, to stop this. You no, know,
2: one way you could either, um, you know, have courage, be brave and, you know, take a, you know, take justice into your own hands. So, you know, step up or if. Um, if you're not down for that, you know, it, it still takes courage to call the mobile hotline for animal cruelty because you will be helping that animal um, and that there is also a website um but by phone you dial 800 540 7722 now say it again the mobile hotline for animal cruelty is 800
3: 540 7722 yeah yeah or if you if you don't if you don't suspect anything something else you could do is like volunteer in your community to spread the world to to spread the word about animal rights. So like you could go and volunteer at your local animal shelter, or if you see like stuff going on, like a protest in front of like a certain like, cause. Blue, did you know that those like petco and them, if they get like a sick animal, they just throw it away. What? There's been a lot of cases that. Whoa. A lot of people go dumpster diving behind, like, Petco or, like, PetSmart, yeah. and they see, like, animals with, like, infections that normal, that, like, a, like a customer wouldn't really want to buy, oh. so they just throw them away, yeah. So, yeah. If, you, if you guys want to go help, now, I'm not saying go dumpster dive, but I'm saying, like, just, like, try <laughs> to, not try to go shop at, like, a big franchise like PetSmart and Petco shop yeah. at like the small like mom and pop stores yeah yeah that's also a good way to help the community
2: yeah another way you could even you know adopt adopt a a pet you know
3: yeah if, uh, like, if you guys are looking for a house uh, a house pet then you can get a dog or of, cat yeah instead of going to like a store then you could go like go to like the animal shelter and you may find the one. Yep. And not only that, but um, you could be a
2: responsible owner to your pet, you know. Show kindness and affection to other pets, including your pet. And you could also just teach one another, you know. If you have children or you have friends that are ignorant or just hard-headed, you can teach them to have respect for animals, you know.
3: Because not everybody's the same.
2: Yeah. Not everyone.
3: So, like guys, like we said, if you guys would want to go help the community, you could you could volunteer at a local shelter. You could go volunteer at a protest. Or you could even just, if you're looking for an animal, you could go at a shelter. Yep. And or um, if you guys don't want to do any of that, you could also donate to, like, big organizations. Like PETA. Yeah. But we suggest yeah. doing your research first to see which was the best like organization that you think is the best mm-hmm. so you're not or so you're not donating your money and then suddenly that franchise either goes out of business or like they're it's not there what you expected yeah. yeah so make sure you yeah. do your research first
2: and um, not only that you know once again I'll say it again um, you know if you happen to see or you suspect or suspect animal cruelty happening, you know, there is a hotline. Um, I'll say the number again. It's 800-540-7722. And, um, yeah, I I think that's the end of our podcast, yeah?
3: Yeah. So, we would like to thank all you guys that listened to this. Thank you. I'm assuming it's just Simmons. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah
3: alright um yeah so thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you on another episode